Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, it's game day. The Sens are looking to snap a four-game losing streak in the desert when they take on the Coyotes at 9 o'clock Eastern. And they're hoping for that new coach bump, or at least returning coach bump, as this will be Jacques Martin's first game back behind the Ottawa Senators bench. What are some immediate changes to expect and a full game day preview on today's edition of the Locked On Senators podcast? It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 941 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains, you can follow us on social media. We're at Send Central on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. The show is free and available on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube, where a like, comment, and subscription go a long way to helping the show grow. Today's comment is, what is one immediate change that you want to see Jacques Martin implement to the Senators system? Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first ticket purchase. It's the best and only ticketing app I trust. It's game time. Today is Tuesday, December 19th, and Pilsy, what's old is new again. We first off want to say good trails to DJ Smith. I think in our live stream yesterday, it might have been skimmed over that this is a person as well. But man, did they need a change behind the bench, and they have it with Jacques Martin, who will begin his second tour of duty tonight. Ross, this is our first episode of Locked On Senators podcast, where DJ Smith has not been the head coach. Like, and we're this is nine hundred and forty first episode. We have been through the DJ Smith era, and yeah, I think it's it's very clear that DJ Smith's time had run its course six years and I just think he was the guy for the rebuild this team is no longer rebuilding it's time for someone new especially with the way this season's going so hopefully the best for DJ Smith but now we're on to the Jacques Martin 2.0 era and Daniel Alfredson behind the bench as an assistant coach 2-0 record with Daniel Alfredson behind the bench let's make sure we're aware of that and it's it's a great time for change, Ross. It needed to happen. Sens fans needed it. You can't have a coach going to home games where fire DJ is louder than the goal chants or goal celebrations. So I think, honestly, this was a favor and add some relief to DJ Smith that he can move on. Sens can move on. Sens fans can move on. And it's, it's going to happen quickly. They're up against the Arizona Coyotes tonight, just one day after this uh, bombshell of news dropped. And we're less than two weeks since Jacques Martin was brought on as a senior advisor to the coaching staff here in Ottawa, where it was, hey, don't worry, DJ's our guy, DJ's our guy. But with four straight losses in two of them, snapping their opponent's four-game losing streak, allowing them some life, and then just falling apart in Vegas crumbling like a house of cards at the t- at the poker table after a long night out out on the town 
Like it was a tough, tough showing. They're up two, two, one. They finally get the power play clicking, which had been dormant for a number of games outside of the Detroit win. And they finally get that going only to give up two power play goals, the same amount that they scored. Oh, and add a shorthanded goal to boot. They've given up shorthanded goals now in back-to-back games, the loss as well in Dallas. We have a full game day preview coming up a little bit later, but Jacques Martin, this is the big story still in the nation's capital. But now we're turning our attention from, you know, the shock of him coming back for the first time since April of 2004, 2004, if I can say it like that. That's how long since Jacques Martin's been behind the Sens bench. Since then, he's ha- he has had stops in Florida and with the Montreal Canadiens as a head coach. And then afterwards, spent time as an assistant coach, an associate coach, you could say, as well with um, the Pittsburgh Penguins, where he won two Stanley Cups, along with the New York Rangers, where he was last behind a bench during the COVID-shortened season. So Jacques Martin has certainly picked up some new um, tricks or added to his toolbox since the Senators have last seen him behind their bench. But I'm expecting the same stabilizing presence that he always was. It was a calm presence. And that's one thing where I think Sens fans, you know, myself included, were a little kind of bummed out that DJ never went at the refs. There was that game against Florida where we were talking, if if Paul Maurice was on the Sens bench instead of the other one, he would have been throwing the bench over the boards. But you're not going to get that with Jacques Martin. I think what you are going to get is a defensive detail-oriented coach. And that's what Ottawa needs right now. It's the little details. What did you think of this morning? It was an optional skate, by the way, so we're, we're left guessing until 9 o'clock tonight what the line combinations are going to be. But the attention to detail is what I'm going to be focused on no matter who's on the ice. However, Jacques Martin says it's not going to be a full systems change. Yeah, I think, Ross, you can't come in and then one day just change everything and expect it to be a seamless transition. I think he's had enough time now where he kind of sees the systems the Sens are running and he's not going to blow everything up. He's going to say, okay, keep doing what you're doing. But in this instance, I want you to do this or we need to do better at this part of the system. So I think it wouldn't be wise for him just to blow everything up and say, forget everything you learned. Now we're doing everything a totally different way. I think eventually you can transition to that, but obviously Jacques Martin, this is, you just listed off all his experience. He's 71 years old. This is a guy that is not going to make rash, quick decisions, I think. And there's no need for him to do that. I think he's only been here a little short while in his second uh, time around in Ottawa. So he's going to take more time to evaluate things himself before he makes major changes, I think. Uh, yesterday, we compared him to Rick Bonus coming in with uh, Winnipeg. And you could also compare him to Rick Bonus coming in with the Dallas Stars because he came yep. in as an interim head coach there. And they did so well, they kept him a little bit longer than expected because they made it to the cup final during the uh, COVID bubble. Remember yeah. that those and, years and that revitalized bonus Ross. I'm pretty sure bonus was saying he was kind of considering retiring, uh, riding off into the sunset as an assistant coach. But then the stars had that big run, like you mentioned, and he was right back in the saddle. Now he's bench boss in Winnipeg. And I believe that these are the two oldest coaches gotta be or most experienced coaches you could say, but I mean, Jacques, the elder statesman, uh, Rick Bonus is 68 years old. Jacques Martin is 71. It's a spring chicken. Old habits die hard, though. And Sean Van Allen was on TSN 1200. It was a great segment. I'd recommend everybody listening to it. And he has the perfect 
kind of encapsulation of, of Jacques Martin. He spent four years under him in Ottawa, where they won the President's Trophy in 03. And one thing he mentioned, and I'm going to be watching this very closely, we'll get into it more in terms of individual players later on when we do our keys to victory tonight. Senators, again, four straight losses. In Arizona, the Coyotes have two straight shutout wins, and that'll be a test for Ottawa. We'll get into that. But when it comes down to it for Jacques Martin, it's about shift length. And a story that Sean Van Allen told, and he gets more into it, so still go check it out. Uh, he says that if a, a player would have way too ma- many shifts, like long shifts, like a dig or a yash, and he said back in the day, the whole team would line up at the blue line or at the red line and skate back and forth for a full minute or 45 seconds. And Jacques like, oh, if you're tired now, why do you think you can play longer on the ice in the speed of a game? So I like that little um, kind of way of teaching. So a teacher is what Ottawa is going to get and a guy who is, tons of experience in the national hockey league. And uh, I'm excited to see what Jacques is going to bring back. It's wild to me, man. Like I was 12 years old the last time Jacques coached. And now here we are 31 and doing a show about Jacques Martin coaching the Ottawa senators tap into that nostalgia, baby. Jacques is back. Yeah. And then to add to the nostalgia, I don't want to sweep this under the rug. Daniel Alfredson behind the bench as an assistant coach is incredible. And this isn't a small thing, Ross, because Alfie mentioned, eh, I'm not really sure what role I want. I'll, I'll figure it out. They didn't really give him a role. They just said, hey, show up when you want. We'll take whatever you want. And I think when they started these conversations, he was like, well, I don't really want to travel with the team. Like, oh, I want to stay in Ottawa. And then now all of a sudden he's assistant coach. He's going to be traveling with the team 24-7. So this is a big commitment Alfie's making. And you got to think that he's sitting here being like, just like Jacques Martin and a lot of people in the in the Sens uh, realm, there's a lot of belief behind this team. Like, I think a lot of people, even non-Sens fans or people that aren't covering this team uh, closely, they believe that this team can be better. And the commitments from a 71-year-old who was brought in to be an advisor to the coaching staff, and then Daniel Alfredson, who was brought in to be Daniel Alfredson, now becoming the interim head coach and interim assistant coach, them making this commitment, that's a big deal in my mind. The last time the Ottawa Senators had a head coach behind the bench who had previous experience as an NHL coach was Guy Boucher. He had some in Tampa. Before that, you have to go all the way back to Brian Murray. Like it it has been, you know, a bit of inexperience along the way. I guess Mark Crawford, I'm not counting. He was an interim in there as well. But uh, Jacques Martin's reputation precedes him. 1,294 games coach. Pilsy, let's finish segment one with a little trivia. Jacques Martin ranks where all time in games coached among NHL coaches? I'm going to say 17th. You're right. Oh, man, I've been getting good at this trivia thing. I swear I didn't know that. Wow. It only took you four years, brother, but you are there. He will be coaching his 1,295th game tonight. Right now, he is seven away from, from tying Mike Babcock for 16th. So <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll pass him this year, yeah. and, then, uh, and then he'll have a bit of a ways to go. Ale Vigneault, Mike Keenan, Pat Quinn, the next guys on okay. his radar as he climbs here. And among active coaches, he's fifth. Only Paul Maurice, Lindy Ruff, John Tortorella and Peter Laviolette have coached more NHL games than Jacques 
Martin. So there he is. Jacques Martin will coach the Ottawa Senators tonight and for the rest of the year. He's got an interim tag on him. So too does Daniel Alfredson, who will be behind the bench for the first time on North American soil. We know he won those two games with Ottawa in Sweden earlier this year. It's a game day for the Sens. We're going to get into some keys to victory. Also, no lines from the morning skate. So we're going to list list off what they were at practice yesterday under DJ Smith, the fun practice that he went out on. Well, I actually like a couple of things with these lines. So we'll get into what I like and a full game day preview next. This is Locked On Senators, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Mary J's. Mary J's is a locally owned cannabis dispensary in the Ottawa area. Started off with three best friends making a life-changing decision, and they grinded to get to this point through hard work and dedication. They now have four stores in the Ottawa area. The Ottawa locations are Riverside South, Orleans, Greeley, and Russell. Mary J's offers the absolute best and newest products in the market, with many new additions added to the menu every single week. They got everything you need, whether you're a rookie or a grizzled vet. Mary J's offers competitive pricing. In fact, they will price match any store in Ottawa. That means you're guaranteed to get the best price around at any of their four Mary J's locations. Mary J's offers the best customer service around by having the most friendly bud tenders who are always ready to assist. One of the owners, Dashy, Absolute Beauty, is a diehard Sens fan. So go to one of their four locations in Ottawa. Say what up to Dashy. Pick his brain about the new Jacques Martin era and Alfie behind the bench. See what he thinks. And check out all the latest, greatest options that Mary J's has to offer on their menu. Guys, check it out today. It's Mary J's Dispensary. Today's episode is also brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Say it with me, folks. New coach bump. New coach bump. I'm heading to FanDuel today responsibly because it is FanDuel season. Three for three new coaches have won their first games with the NHL team they've joined so far this season. So I'm riding with the Senators tonight. Minus 130 at the time of recording tonight at the Mullet Arena in Phoenix. So with FanDuel, it is awesome because new customers in the U.S. right now get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use and a wide range of betting options. How about a Jacob Chikrin revenge game lost in all this? I like his shots overs always at FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get into the action. FanDuel, it's the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, Pilsy. Here we are. It's a game day. Senators in Arizona to take on the Coyotes. It is a revenge game for Jacob Chikrin. The first time in his career that he's playing against the Arizona Coyotes. It's also the first time that he's been in Ottawa under a different coach than DJ Smith. The same can be said for just about every player on tonight's roster outside of Brady Kachuk, who had the one year under Guy Boucher, obviously Thomas Shabbat still out of the lineup as well. So he doesn't count for tonight, but the Senators will have some work to do. Good news though, Pilsy. Good news is Vladimir Tarasenko is back with the team. He missed the last two games because of a family emergency or two days rather due to a family emergency. Wasn't available for that Vegas game. 
he's going to obviously add a little bit of a jolt offensively to a team that didn't get anything at five on five against Vegas. Yeah, this is a very welcoming return for Vladimir Tarasenko, especially with Matthew Joseph out. Uh, the middle part of this lineup was definitely lacking, and Tarasenko is going to add a boost here for sure. So as practice went yesterday, again, different coach. You can maybe read into that what you will, um, but this is what we saw yesterday at practice. We'll see if we get it in the game tonight. Tim Stutzla with Brady Kachuk and Drake Batherson. Josh Norris with Vladimir Tarasenko and Claude Giroux. Ridley Gregg is with Dominic Kubalik and Angus Crookshank moves up to the third line. And then Mark Kostelik with Yuri Smekal and Parker Kelly on defense. Jake Sanderson with Artem Zub. Jacob Chikrin with Jacob Bernard Docker and Eric Brandstrom with Travis Hamanick. No sign of who starts in goal. Eileen Corpusallo could be Forsberg as well. Really, does it matter at this stage in the game? It's sad to say, but Pilsy, I, I got to tell you, a Ridley Gregg Angus Crookshank combo. If I'm on the other team, I guarantee I'm. They're going to be annoyed by the end of the night. I would almost throw Parker Kelly up on that line with them and just let them be the biggest pests in the National League. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I'm glad, um, or I'm hoping that Crookshank uh, gets. Uh, Better than a fourth line opportunity, more ice time. And I really do think that combo of Greg and Crookshank could be pretty good. And especially like if you're Dominic Kubelik, that's a line you want to be on. Like Greg and Crookshank, those are guys that are going to get into the dirty areas and feed you the puck. And then he can just whip it off his stick as quick as possible. So hopefully that's a little boost for Kubelik uh, also, Ross. So Angus Crookshank played just over 10 minutes in his NHL debut, was buzzing around three hits and, and had probably the fastest rookie lap with the helmet. Uh, he was flying down the tunnel. Couldn't wait to get out there. Great to see for our guy Crooker, one of the true good guys in the National Hockey League. So hoping for more success for Crooker out there wearing 5'9". Um, your locked-on player, though, tonight, Pilsy, uh, has some more symbolic aspect to tonight's game. Yes, my locked-on player for tonight is... Number six, Jacob Chikrin, revenge game. And not the Vladimir Tarasenko revenge game because Tarasenko had already played the Blues and already played them in St. Louis. Jacob Chikrin has never played the Yotes, and now he's coming back home to the Mullet Arena. So I'm really hoping that this is a guy that's going to get um, get a boost with a new coach here, Ross. And look, Jacob Chikrin, I think we touted him a lot for his defensive play and a guy that can chip in offensively. The defensive play leaves a little to be desired, so that's where he's going to want to have a good showing defensively up uh, with new head coach Jacques Martin. But offensively, in his last six games, this guy's got nine assists in his last six games. Like, And I know you mentioned, uh, Ross, a lot of those are kind of uh, cheap secondary assists or even cheap primary assists where it ends up just he's awarded an assist, really, you could say. But still... Nine points in six games is nine points in six games. I don't care how you chalk it up. So I'm expecting a big game from Jacob Chikrin here, especially Ross. First impression for Jacques Martin. No Thomas Shabbat in the lineup. This is an opportunity for Jacob Chikrin to really show, hey, I'm a big part of this decor and I can be relied upon in a big, big role. So look out for number six tonight, guys. I love that. Now with Jacob Chikrin, he ranks where? All time. You nailed the first trivia, so I'm going to hit you the second. Oh, Jacob Chikrin played 373 games for Arizona. Where does he rank among all Coyotes defensemen? 
Okay, defenseman. Good. I'm glad you put that caveat on there. I mean, there hasn't really been a lot of good defensemen in Arizona. Uh, I'm going to say ninth. No, way higher. Okay, I was going low. Fourth. Fourth. You're you're getting really good. Damn. <laughs> the only defenseman in Coyotes history with more points than Jacob Chikrin are Teppo Newmanen, Keith okay. Yandel, and Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah, uh, then I Jacob had Yandel and Larson ahead of him for sure. points. Uh, he loved living in the desert from all accounts, but hey, sometimes you got to come closer to home. And uh, he wanted a chance to play meaningful games. Maybe, maybe he'll get that in the next little while here. The Sens obviously need to heat up if they want any of that. My locked on player tonight is Tim Stutzla. Tim Stutzla's plus minus is very chilly the last couple weeks. And look, I'm not one who's going to rely completely on plus minus, but the way he's playing, he's trying to do too much out there and it is not working at all so I think for him it's about simplifying his game it's about using his teammates and it's about not trying to get three goals on one play and try to figure it out a little I think I said a couple weeks I'm in a couple games four games his last four games no goals and minus seven so that's a, a pretty tough stretch for Timmy Superstar but hopefully the new coach bump affects him if I was Timmy and I know he's a student of the game I'd be looking up some old press clippings of how Jacques Martin treated Jason Spezza, because yep. I think that there's some parallels to be drawn there from their top three pick status to the fact that they both came into the NHL as very young, offensively gifted players. And look what Jason Spezza, by the end of it, was a defensively reliable two-way center, unless you're Mike Babcock and want him to practice the PK. But other than that, I think there's a lot of parallels to be drawn there, and I hope Timmy can develop the same way as Jason Spezza. Agreed, Ross. Yeah, Timmy's going to be a guy that especially... Like you mentioned, he's one of one of many Sens players who have only played for the Senators under DJ Smith. What a change in coaches from DJ Smith to Jacques Martin. So this is going to be interesting to see how Timmy adjusts. And where are the citizens going today for their locked on player? Captain, oh, Captain Brady Kachuk. Uh, I think, look, I'm not really, I don't think I, I'm as concerned about Brady Kachuk and uh, him changing his game under Jacques Martin, but when you're a captain of a team that is on a four-game losing streak and is way below expectations, you're probably going to have a lot of face time with a new head coach that comes in here to mop things up. So Brady Kachuk's going to want to make a good impression and um, have a good game tonight. Fun fact, Brady Kachuk was born in Scottsdale, obviously raised yep. in St. Louis, but his dad... Uh, even higher when, when you look at the all-time leaders in Arizona Coyotes history, Keith Kachuk, sixth all-time with 334 points in 332 games. How about 537 penalty minutes in there as well? But Brady Kachuk is the voted-in player. We put these out at Send Central every game day. Who is your locked-on player to watch? Brady Kachuk gets 60% of the votes. You can still have your say there online at Send Central. Central. Coming up after the break, we do have some new keys to victory for the Ottawa Senators tonight coming up against the Coyotes. Nine o'clock start. We should note that the postcast will be live following tonight's game. Subscribe on the YouTube channel. It goes a long way to helping the show grow. It also is a blast being in the chat with everybody. It's super active and we appreciate you all for being there after every Ottawa Senators game with us on the postcast. So keys to victory and a look at the Arizona Coyotes lines next. This is Locked On Senators, your team, every day. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Guys, Game Time is the official ticketing app of the Locked On Podcast Network, and it 
is so easy to get your tickets and stop stressing about it. You can buy your tickets to your favorite events on the day of with killer last minute ticket deals and best price guarantee. Stop the stress. Start the hype. Let's go. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, but not just sports guys, concerts, comedy theater, and more. And what I love about Game Time is the Game Time Guarantee. You guys know I love my guarantees. It means you'll always get the best price. Even if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, Game Time's going to go ahead and credit you 110% of the difference. This is Ross's favorite part of Game Time. You get images of your seat before you buy. So you want to make sure the logo is facing the right way. You want to make visual sure- learner. Yeah, visual learner. You want to make sure you can see the bench. You want to make sure there's no... Um, Polls obstructing your view or bad sight lines. Don't worry about that with game time. And you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps. Boom. Tickets on your phone that quickly. Forget searching through your email. Forget dusting off the printer. It's easy with game time. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NHL. And you're going to get 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code locked on NHL for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. Visit them at 779 Bank Street and let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. You can also buy your tickets to the Send Shuttle Bus, leaving an hour and 15 minutes before every Ottawa Senators game. They got you covered at the Glebe Central Pub. The Glebe Central Pub will take you to the game and also bring you right back to the pub afterwards. It's easy. They leave you right where they pick you up. So don't stress. Have a great night. And Sue will get you to and from the CTC right back to the Glebe Central Pub. I watched uh, online. You can either go get your tickets there, GlebeCentralPub.com, Send Shuttle. Also, follow them on social media. You never know what's going to pop up at the Glebe Central Pub. Because I saw we've got trivia night coming up at the Glebe Central Pub. Open mic night is always a blast at the Glebe Central Pub. It's always good vibes. The dart tournament happening at the end of January. Make sure you go get your entry fee in It is a double elimination cricket format, the dart tournament over at the GCP. The vibes are free at the GCP, so go visit them at 779 Bank Street. And when you do, make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. All right, Philzy, an air of excitement is here with the Ottawa Senators making a coaching change. Jacques Martin is back. Not sure if anybody's heard yet. Jacques Martin will be coaching the Sens tonight. Have you heard? Have you heard? I'm looking forward to hearing his uh, pregame availability. We already talked about a little bit what he brought to the table with that and the fact that it is going to be about managing details. One detail that we are going to discuss is the gift lengths. Now, that is my first key to victory in tonight's game. Darn it for the Ottawa Senators is shift length. Sometimes they've been getting long under this coaching staff and there's no accountability afterwards. Guys aren't getting minutes taken away from them. Is that something that as quickly as the first period you're going to be watching for pills? Yeah, I'm going to be watching shift length for sure, Ross. I feel like too often I'm watching Ottawa Senators games and that pesky shift length graphic comes up. And a lot of guys, sometimes the entire unit 
has been out there for over a minute. Uh, that can't be happening when you're a struggling team, especially Ross, when you're a team with this much talent, like you got to be rolling the lines and using those fresh legs and that speed to your advantage. So yeah, I think you're onto something with the, uh, the shift length. Number one. So it's short, efficient shifts for the Ottawa Senators tonight. Need that against this Arizona Coyotes team. Pilsy. Number two. Win the first period. Come out flying. We are talking about an Arizona Coyotes team that has won their last two games, but both of them were shutouts. A one nothing shutout and a 2 nothing shutout. And then, Ross, if you go back, they had a pesky four-game losing streak. We know all about that. It happens. But before that, their win was a 6 nothing win at home. So their last three home wins have been 6 nothing, one nothing, and 2 nothing. Like, this team, if you're not able to jump out to a quick startup against them, they might not have the star power. They might not have the, the household names. But their head coach has them playing a hard game. And they just shut it down if they need to. So start off with a great first period. Let your head coach know that uh, you're not going to be falling asleep at the wheel here. The Arizona Coyotes only have two wins in nine games when trailing after the first period. They've yeah. only had that happen to them, though, three times on home ice. It's been more of a road problem for Arizona. But I'm also wary of a bit of the mullet magic. And mm -hmm. with that, the Arizona Coyotes, who I think over the last two years, so this year and all of last season, the time they've been playing at Mullet Arena, that they've been a worse team on paper than the Ottawa Senators, right? Yeah. Well, the Arizona Coyotes have the same amount of points on home ice as the Ottawa Senators do this year and last. Ottawa's played two more games. So points percentage-wise, Arizona's found a way to win at the mullet. So that's another thing. Get the fans out of there. And I don't mean literally because that place holds 4,800 seats. I've been there. It's been an absolute blast. It's actually a great place to watch a game. Yeah. But at the same time, like you need to take advantage of that and harness it. Otherwise, they, they're right on top of you. It's a small one-bowl arena. You have to be able to, to counter that. Ottawa, when they score first, not a great record, nine and eight. So that's why we have the entirety of the first period. When Ottawa's leading after the first, they're eight and three. When they're trailing, they're 0 oh and six. And when they're tied, they're three and six. So that's a three and 12 record whenever they're not winning after the first period. They need that tonight. And number three. Big time. Before we get on to the third one, Ross, I got to say mullet magic. That sounds like an 80s uh, hair band, a uh, metal band. Like, there's no way that was not. Yeah, that. there's no way that wasn't a band name back in the day. Um, number three, as our good friend, the Leams Martian leads me to, is focus on the defensive details. Details. And that's been the buzzword um, with Jacques Martin here. Not bounces like it used to be, but details. And what I'm nervous about Ross not only the Coyotes coming off two shutout home wins but I talk about this all the time what is the kryptonite for Eunice Corpusalo and Anton Forsberg it seems every time it's not just an eye test it's a legit pattern if they don't get a lot of shots they struggle the Arizona Coyotes are 31st in the league in shots per game. Only the San Jose Sharks get less. I believe it's like 26 shots per game. But unlike the San Jose Sharks, this team can put the puck in the back of the net. Uh, according to NHL Edge stats, the Arizona Coyotes are in the 90th percentile of shooting percentage in the league. So they don't take a lot of shots, but yet 
They still score a lot of goals boosted by sends abroad. Michael Carcone's team leading 14 goals. Like this is where I'm a little nervous, Ross. You got a team that's able to shut other teams down and albeit their last three shutout wins were against the Capitals. Not a great offensive team. The San Jose Sharks, the <laughs> the worst team around. And But the Buffalo Sabres, they also shut out. So this is a team that can shut it down defensively while also capitalizing on the few opportunities they have. So that's what makes me a little bit nervous about this game, Ross. I'm hoping new, new coach bump trumps all. So I'm, I'm hoping that's the magic. And then you get a revenge game sprinkled in there too. The only thing that would make this an automatic win is if one of the guys had a baby. That's what we need, the the holy trinity for a guaranteed win. But two out of three ain't half bad. Hey, it ain't half bad. Now, those are our keys to victory. Now, let's meet tonight's opponent. These lines are subject to change, but this is what they pulled out in their win over Buffalo. Nick Schmaltz at center between Clayton Keller and Alex Kerfoot. Nick Bukestad with Matthias Michelli and Lawson Krause. Jack McBain is centering Michael Carcone and Jason Zucker. And then Logan Cooley, the second overall pick from the 2022 draft, is centering the fourth line with, yeah, hashtag sends abroad. Zach Sanford just called up from the AHL and Liam O'Brien. On the back end, it's J.J. Moser with Matt Dumba. It's Yuso Valamaki with Troy Stetcher. And it's Travis Dermott with Kesselring. We'll go with the bottom right D. The um the Arizona Coyotes having to put him in the lineup because they are without Sean Dursey, who remains out of the lineup with injury, a solid top four defenseman for Arizona. Connor Ingram starts in goal. Karel Vamelka will be his backup. Your lookout player to watch. Well, I'm glad you tossed it over to me first, Ross, because I'm gonna go with Matias Michelli. I mean, I am completely unfamiliar with this guy's game. I thought, oh yeah, this is a Nice, nice player for the Arizona Coyotes, but he is killing it in the desert and he just got a nice new contract as well. He's second on the team in points with 22 only behind Clayton Keller and he's been solid his last six games. He's got two goals, three assists, good for five points. So he averages right around 20 minutes of ice time. I'm going to be keeping my eye out for Michelli here. Okay, I like that. He's a high, human highlight reel, small body, but he can. He yep. has sick hands. He scored a beauty when I saw him play against Edmonton live, and uh, yeah, great player, great call. Um, but again, you could probably work him into the game plan as a guy who you want to be physical with at every single opportunity. They've got a few of those types of players, right? Clayton Keller, so much skill on the top line. Truly, one of the more underrated players in the National Hockey League. He's great. Then my lock, my lookout player is going to be Nick Schmaltz. How can it not be? I know it was two years ago, Pilsy. Oh, boy. But this guy put up one of the more dominant performances I've ever seen in a hockey game when he went up against the Ottawa Senators. You know the game I'm talking about. Two goals and five assists in an 8-5 win. This guy had seven points in one game against the Ottawa Senators, so I got to be looking out for him as a guy who still has offensive capability and a guy who can still put the puck in the back of the net. So I'm going to be very, very nervous every time I see Nick Schmaltz step over the ice. He is having a tough season, though. Only 20 points and nine goals in 30 games. But against Ottawa, he looks like number 99 out there in his career. Nine games against Ottawa. 15 points yeah ross i was just looking that up i'm glad you got to that stat and this is where this stat gets even crazier ross that his 15 points is tied for third among teams he's played and they're not obviously not same division and not even same conference never have because he played for chicago before arizona 
Yeah, so like it is wild how much success he has got up against the sense. A good call there. Any final thoughts? Again, nine o'clock Eastern puck drop. We'll have the postcast for you right afterwards on YouTube. Final thoughts for me is everybody get excited for Senators hockey again. Ross and I were two of the most depressed guys on the Locked On podcast network. My mom texted me saying I was starting to get worried about you guys. Yeah, I appreciate that from Patty. Check a little wellness check on us. Um, but there's new life in the Ottawa Senators. This is not going to be an easy game, but I think this is almost the perfect kind of game for the Senators to start things off, Ross. Mullet Arena, only 4,000 seats. Arizona Coyotes, there's no kind of uh, connection in the standings. Throw all that out the window. This is a team that's coming off back-to-back shutouts. How can you be a more detail-oriented team under Jacques Martin? We're going to find out tonight, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. So let's have ourselves a good night, Sens fans. I haven't done this in a while, Ross. Final thoughts for me? Go, Sens, go. Let's go, baby. Oh, that sounds so good. It's it's what's old is new again from Pilsy's no. positivity to Jacques Martin being back. Excited to see what happens tonight. Um, and we'll break it all down right afterwards on the Locked On Senators postcast. We also will be joined by the man calling tonight's game, John Abbott. We'll be on Locked On Senators with us tomorrow. Abs is an absolute beauty, friend of the show, and he's always great on the call with Noodles tonight in Arizona. For today, though, we say goodbye. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day.